My name is Cal C, and unfortunately, we lost one of the great Soka legends this week with the passing of Mr. Dexter Stewart, uh, but goes by the name of Blacks. He's had years and years of hits for all the great things he's done for himself, how he shared his talent, leadership, and expertise with the Roy Cape All-Stars and helped groom guys such as Ricardo Drew, for example. And, you know, he was still performing right up until the end. He was still sharing his gifts with the people. He was performing at this year's Trinidad Carnival, and he was still recording new music until he fell ill with COVID um, and was hospitalized through the month of March. He's had his health issues over the years, which included a very serious scare about, I believe, about two years ago. So to see this happen after going through what he went through with that, man, you really hate to see it. You really do. So every week and mostly every Friday, I do the Av podcast. However, instead of doing my weekly episode, I wanted to replay an episode of The Stoop. Matter of fact, it was the season finale of season two of The Stoop, to be correct, where I was joined by my co-host for that show, DJ Chris Nice. And we had a chance to have blacks on my podcast. And my memories of that conversation was something that's it's hard to forget. We went places, or I should say he went places during that episode that I definitely wasn't expecting him to go. You know, he spoke with no filters, and the conversation went, I would say, a while after we stopped recording. It was definitely memorable. Plus, Chris Nice added a, a mini mix of all his great songs at the time, you know, when we were doing the pod. And for you Soka heads, this episode happened around the time when he was releasing Hulk, which ended up being one of his biggest songs in his catalog. So, you know, it was interesting. He, he made sure us personally, like he made sure we personally got it from him, you know, because I think he was just releasing it around that time. Definitely some good times. I had a chance to meet him a couple of times, including at my annual Caravan Rooftop Barbecue Party, uh, where he came out and supported. You know, he's definitely a good brother. The Soka community definitely, definitely lost a great one this week. And I just wanted to run this episode back and just celebrate the man in his career. So please enjoy this throwback episode. I appreciate you for, for giving the time to, to listen in. Like I said earlier, I'll be back next week with a new episode of the Av Podcast. Uh, the latest one this week is about the slap heard around the world at the Oscars. It's been a few days, but that, that slap will through is, is, it still seems so crazy. Like, even though we keep moving away further and further away from the moment, it, I don't know, it just it still seems surreal. But check that one out. If you're a fan of the new Bel Air show, check out part one as well. And, and I released that one last Friday. Part two will be out next Friday where we break down the last two episodes of the year and discuss the ladies on the show. Um, if you're a basketball fan, this month coming around the corner the nba playoffs i'm going to have the raptor centric playoff episodes both in regular pod form and on ig live they'll be back because the raptors at this point seem locked into a playoff spot um we had a one-year hiatus because last year they didn't make a living in tampa but now we're back and of course you know about the rest of the playoffs as well i'm gonna have a new episode of my story out on april 29th there are going to be more details to come for that and wherever you listen to my podcast, from Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn and Alexa, please hit that like and favorite button. And wherever you can leave reviews, definitely leave them. It takes nothing off your time to do so, especially if you're on Apple. And click on those five stars as well. All of them. All of them. I, I, I got love for you because I, I know you got love for me. So hit them five stars. And to check out my catalog, please go ahead and, and dive into my website at SalSharav.com. All right. This is the throwback episode or flashback Friday episode of The Stoop featuring the Soka legend Blacks on Sasha Rav Radio. My condolences, prayers, and all of our positive energies goes out to the Stewart family during this time. Rest in eternal peace to Blacks. Let's go. Welcome back to The Stoop. Today I have with me DJ Chris Nice on The Stoop as one of my guests. Chris, what's going on? I'm good, I'm good. And also today I have a very, very special guest joining us today. He is one of the great soca artists of the past century. The man, the myth, the legend. I like to throw on a cuss word for emphasis, but I'll keep it clean. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> please welcome Blacks to the show. How you doing today, brother? 
I am good, man. I am blessed. Thank you very much for having me. You know, um, all the listeners, I am blessed. Thank you very much for listening to my little contribution. I, I'm feeling proud. Let me go feel good tonight. That's nice. No, man. Nice, thank, nice. thank, thank you. It's an honor to have you on here today. That's greatly appreciated. Thank you. I'm gonna start off the this podcast by just taking you back to the beginning of your career. Yeah. When when did you realize you were gonna be a soca artist? Like, what was the point in your life when you decided that you were headed in this direction? Well, boy, I knew for that right time because I, I pretty well. And, um, but um, actually, I started, I was boxing. I was an amateur boxer. Oh, um, okay. And my mom, um, you know, she was really, really, really supportive of everything I, I, I ventured into, you know. And um, I got a cocktail one. <laughs> and my mom was always there to support, you know, roll up sheet, newspaper and said, like, son, come on, son, let's go. Well, um, God rest she told, she died earlier this month, you uh, know, and um, but they are cutting and then my mom said, son, you try it your way, now try it my way. And, and you know, she, she get me the music. But my mom was a singer and my dad is a musician, you know. Mm-hmm. So okay. actually, born, I born into music. Is and it? then, you know, we sat singing the piece and everything, you know, and it grew from there. And then I entered, um, well, I used to sing in junior charm school competition. And I entered a competition in, in, in Santa Flora, which is South Trinidad, called um, South Vocal Talent Competition. That is 20 years. I can't remember the years. And and the guys that did the backing for all these singers in the competition, they had a band called Succession Brass. I came second in the competition, and then them guys went to my mom. I was about 17. And they said, well, that young boy has talent, you know, and, and we like to have him. And because my mom wanted to get me away from the boxing, she tell them, go ahead. And, and that is where the whole thing started from Palisico, you know, from the... Um, you know, to get into Soka, and you know, I started recording with Kenny Phillips, doing all his cover albums okay. after Carnival, and then Kenny get me into um, Kenny and my new sons, Kyle and Casey, they are producers in Trinidad, and um, okay. then Kenny get me to go to um to sing with Byron Lee and the Dragonairs, and I, I I um they used to come to Trinidad and contract me every Carnival, they used to be me and Kenny. And from Byerly, I move on to Atlantic as a Tony Prescott in the days. And then I moved to, um, I had a little young band called O.C. Blackman. And I came that's Nyla Blackman Uncles. Okay. And, and then I moved to Blue Ventures. Blue and, Ventures. Uh, yes, and then to, to Rocky Boy Stars, you know. So it was a journey. It was a real, real journey. But it was a journey I would love to do again. And what did you say about your mom? You... No, she passed away this earlier this month. No, my condolences. Oh shit, my condolences, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah she passed away just before I left to go so and see you. Oh man. Oh shit, my condolences she... to the whole family, man. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Wow. Shit. Well, you know, you, you know, it does go. You know, I'm. You know, life. You know, death is definitely. A, you know, something you can't get away from, and it's a whole part of the whole thing. You know, what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. Yeah, I lost my father, so I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, man. Well, I hope everybody's okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, everybody's okay. Everybody's okay, man. Sister's okay, brother's okay, everybody's okay. Okay, that's good. Yeah, man. So here's the next question. Um, all of the hit records that you had in soca music, was there a record that you made that maybe you didn't initially think it would be as big as it became? Did the song like maybe even surprise you in terms of the success of it? And if so, which song would that be? Yeah, well, that happened. That happened this year actually. Oh, with ranking thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because as I was saying before, um, I'm a fella really, really hate singing the derogatory thing on women, especially our Caribbean women. On any woman, you know. I find like when we as young black Caribbean men, when we sing about our women, we don't sing to try to uplift them, motivate them, love them up, and then always just bend over. Take it in the back. How much coffee you want? Push it in. Pull it up. Split in the middle. You know? 
And I have three children, plus my mom just passed away. I have sisters. You know, so I definitely cannot swing it away. But um, Ranking Thing is about three years old. So I did this song by Peter Coffin in Barbados. And the song was just there. Because I still find it was kind of derogatory to women. You know, mm -hmm. and I, I have a team of 15 people that works with me. Okay. You know, and um, they, 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 they made a good argument this year. And um, they say, well, blacks, you know, it's not derogatory. It's not, um, you're big enough woman in it. You know, I mean, everybody had a style and the vibe. And, and being as I'm not a selfish individual, I did decide to release this song this year. And okay. that song definitely surprised me. <laughs> yeah, because that, that song went big, man. Yeah, man, that song went very, very big, you know, and again, it shows, you know, where, where the public lies in regards to the major, the major part of the public and the listening social audience, where they lie, they lie on party, wind down, break down, but I always believe that, you know, I, I am like that, I, from since I'm a youth man, when I go to a party, I will, put aside dancing to hear the lyrical content of the song. That's, oh, I am I am always like that then. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, when we come in from the dance, you know, my partner said, I'm not joking, I'm a wine boy. And I will just find the question, you hear the lyrics in there because that song, boy. You know that kind of vibe now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I always the type of individual, you know, look for powerful lyrics and then I wanna, you know, sell your program that my country in a mess, but my country is in a mess. You know yeah. what I mean? And I feel as artists, and not just only an artist, but a senior artist in Trinidad, I have a moral obligation to my listeners to give them positive enriched in vibes. That is just how I feel. I don't think everybody has the same opinion because some people say, you know, sex tell and nobody here wants to hear God. In, in Asoka, I disagree because I watch anything right now, like you know, people start praising God in the music, people praise women more. So, women is like the new God. I will do this for the pussy, I will do that for the pussy, I will yeah. sing a thing for the pussy. You know, what I mean, where, where I, I couldn't believe when that came up, when that, when that thing came up, what you do for I the pussy. Me, I was like, really, just going with it, people just going with it. I am scared because the fact that I have three children, 15, 12, and 6, I am scared to know what my daughters are going to face outside there in the world when they are adults. So I haven't set the example, and plus I believe that there should be a balance. It mustn't be all cocky and spit in the middle. I'm bashing nobody's song, right? But there should be a balance, you know. They should have I good agree. And you should have your bacchanal lyrics, you know what I mean? Um, I always hold voice, which is part of my team also, at yeah. very high esteem because for the, for, the, for the age of that young man, for that type of lyrics he's singing, that is something generally you don't see in Trinidad. When you're in your 20s, bend over, cock it up, stick it down, it's burning, it's burning, you know what I mean? You know, when, when, when you're in that age, so... And again, I, I, I think I personally, I'm boasting, but I'm glad for this interview. I think I personally have a big part to play in a new generation of soca music because a lot of the youths come to me from the Ufern, from the Aston Isaac with my student, Destra was my student, Ola was my student. You know, so I have a, I have a, a, a genuine love for young artists. And I, I believe, and our mission in Boeke Also is that we should pass on what we learn, you know, in order for some sort of sustainability to, to continue in the industry. So, you know, I have a, I have a purpose. I, I believe my purpose is not just to find and jam, you know, and, and push down and bend over, which everybody loves. I love it too. But I believe my purpose could be stretched beyond the horizon much better you know teach the, the young people about proper lyrics you know proper vibe you know i mean i i, I try and you know I, as nice. much as i could do you know what i mean make my contribution and make it well that's nice and it's needed man balance is, is always needed in life you know what i mean 
Yeah, I, I, I am so versed in this industry that if a young fella come up and do a song in this carnival, I could know if he come from a, pair, a, a, a single parent home by the type of music he sings. I could know, and, and you know, definitely voice come from a, a family that more, you know, it's adamant on him doing the right thing. My mom used to that with me. When I sing, um, what you gonna do if I'm on my own, you girl, man, she call me like uh, rain. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of song to sing, young man? That is what I teach you. And you know what I'm saying? Advice then, so it's, it's, you know, how you grow up, what you experience in life, the music that you have been fed, when you were younger, it will all have an influence on the type of music you will bring forward as a, you know, as an artist or whatever. That's, uh, that's I, so true. I have a lot of arguments with a lot of people in Trinidad. Sometimes I don't think they sell my hush my mouth. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people and also radio personalities and this jockey don't understand the work it takes or the work that you have to put in to be an artist. That's why yeah. I, I was so, I was so adamant and pissed when I hear the calling Uncle Ellis, an artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Ellis, that's a good if, point. If, if Uncle Ellis is an artist, what am I? Yeah, that's a good point. And the kind of work I put in, is a constant battle because Trinidad and Tobago don't have a music industry. We are mm-hmm. rehearsal. And who hustle the best, and that's why we could get anything could go on, because it, it, it is a hustle. It's nothing structured. There's no legislation in place, no union, nothing. Anyhow, you see me when I started, I just go along and go along and go along. <laughs> and, uh, but it makes, but it makes sense, though. You know, it's, this is balance, man. We need to hear, you know, we need yeah, to hear things like this mean, as well. You know, what I mean, and you know. Boy, it, it's an ongoing battle with me, you know. For the young ones to prepare or they know come from the university. Now the young ones doing well. The orphan, pretty, second star, five star, popular, um Asim Isaac, Ricardo, Drew. They're doing well. And I believe that they're doing better than us in the sense that the more unite. And most of these young artists come into the industry prepared. All yeah. have a degree in arts from the London School of Arts. Pretty have a degree in music from the University of the West Indies. Perfect have a degree in music from the University of the West Indies. So these guys come in PPA. They want to and they come in like different. Us. Right. It was like us a long time where it's trial and error and you do a thing and you try a thing. These guys come in PPA and they're teaming up and forming conglomerate. And doing the thing the way you think the, the thing's supposed to be. But and there's that, one that's so needed. Yeah, there's one aspect, you know, I mean, the lyrics, man, come on. People, come on. Show that my country is much more educated than this. Let all these university graduates, second semester, was in the second semester of law. All right, come on, man. The easiest nice, thing nice. to write. Whoops. All you put all your pen and paper together. And we construct good lyrics. Voice can't stop working. Everybody wants a piece of voice. I always draw voice as an example. From the wake up this morning, is a winner. Come People on. want it. They it, want it. That. That's winning music. That is money yeah. in your pocket. You know, but here's so. the thing, though. People want that, but the, the powers that be aren't marketing that. Mm-hmm. They're marketing the, 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 the party songs. And I understand. Being a DJ, I understand. We do need the party songs too. But I totally agree. Sometimes I'm looking for a balance with a good beat, a good tempo, where the people <laughs> continue to dance, but you have some kind of substance in it. It's not just a, it's not just a, a, a skin out and a party song. You have substance in it. So yeah, I, I totally agree with the, when voice came along. It was, a, it was a breath of fresh air. Oh, definitely. I'm breath of... Everything beautiful, lovely. Yeah. I give my but, life to Soka in Obo. I am this from the age of 16, 17 years. I give my wow. life to Soka. So I don't like to see people take it and make it a happy show. That is what my, my chair and I drive Mercedes Benz. I have land, I have property, I have houses. It's from Soka. You live it. Yeah, so I, I, I don't take 
this thing likely, you know, I, I am very adamant and serious on it being done properly. We have a young, lot of young artists that actually put the card. Yeah, I like that. But that's why also when when you did a uh, Let Go, to this day, Let Go is still one of my favorite tracks. And one of the mm -hmm. reasons is it's not a song about just skinning out and, and whatnot. You can relate to the song. You've been having a hard year, a hard yeah. week. Things are tough, and now it's like it's carnival time, and now you could just release everything. Yeah, brother. Let me ask you a question. So, just to take me into the studio and our listeners into the studio, I always wondered what was going through, like your mind and the producer's mind. So, what was the vibe like to make a song like, like let's say, like a Lego? Well, boy, I, I you know, um, as I just said before, um, uh, after the youth. In ten, you know, on developing youth, you know, in order for me to be eighty or ninety and still see things running good. What yeah. happened is that I was in Braxton Studio doing a song called Money Money, mm -hmm. and uh, right close to Braxton Studio was Ola Tunji's studio. I remember Ola Tunji spent five years with me in your keep all stars. Yeah, right. So, there's certain slangs I used to use when I reach in the party. All your common man, let all yourself, open all your arms. Spread all your wings, Lego, Lego. You know that kind of vibe I used to be telling okay. them. Okay. Over the years now, Ola hearing that the rhythm come up in, in Ola's studio, and Ola wrote a song for him and me. So it's Ola that wrote Lego. Oh, so okay, I okay, nice. I was in the studio putting down my track to Money Money, and the musical director walked down my Ola studio and he said, "Yo, stop what you're doing right now, and forget Money Money." You know? Let's go down by Ola. And when we reached by Ola, it was chalk and cheese, you know. And the producer was Julio. It take me almost a day to finish the vocals, you know. But, you know, I, I, my selection of music have a lot to do with me, but I have a lot of input from musical individuals, which is Juice Man, Robert's my musical director for YK All Stars. And we, we kind of collaborate on doing everything now, you know. We will. Pass it from the band for everybody to get the different opinions, different of feelings. So it's not just a one man thing with me, it's a team, as I tell you, I have 15 people with me. So it's a team. Yeah, yeah. The man came up and drilled me and called with me because no, that is not how the line is. Uncle Blacks, come on, man. This is the says, Ola that really put in a lot of work in, you know, buffing <laughs> and traveling with the old man to get it right. And, you know, and we work together and we come up with that. Anytime people work together, you always come up with good solutions. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, that, well, you guys pulled it off because that song to this day, this yeah. day, I, you get an amazing person. reaction. Like it was day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? Love it. And you know what, Blacks? I want to ask this question too. What is that the same kind of vibe that goes behind making a record like Breathless? Was the vibe in the studio any different from when you made Let Go? Um, yeah, it was a different vibe, different individuals. Because I work with Cohen, the one who did Breathless, Tusky Hunting, Zombie, and whole sort of song, you know. And Cohen is my best friend, also. Daughter is my godchild. But Cohen is a different individual, give us different vibes to what, you know, Julio gave. But it so happened that, you know, we end up with practically the same results. But, mm -hmm. you know, the vibe for Breathless was some unbelievable sweat and jump up and ball and alcohol and it was a vibe then. Lego wasn't like that. So every song will be a, a different vibe, a different, you know, a different mood. You know, you come to the studio in a different mood. You and your baby now finish quarrel. Uh, <laughs> it's a good time to go and do a power. You and your baby now finish make love. It's a good time to go and do a groovy. That's just my, you know, mm -hmm. take yeah. on it. You know? so Where your energy is. Yeah, different producers, they also give out different energy, different vibe, you know. I mean, I when I in the studio, I have a... A couple people who, who have been there from starting from and I do that thing over again. Nah, man, black fan, come on, man, black fan. So I always have help now. You know, I nice. always have guidance, and you know, that's what some of the youth need guidance, and, and everything will be all right. But as old as I am in this business, I still have guidance. I still have what they think I shouldn't say on the radio because I have a mouth as they realize. <laughs> you have a, I have a mouth and I don't spray to talk, 
foolishness then. You understand? Right. Yeah. So, you just still get both, I just still get quarrel, I just still get, you know, you're not doing it right, you're not supposed to say that, you know, and that is part of the ongoing process of developing an artist. You never stop developing. You never stop growing. You never stop learning. And that's, a, and that's a part of being free, right? You got to be able to... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Um, what has Roy Cape meant to you and your career, being a part of Roy Cape Band? Well, but I came into Roy Cape Band 16 years ago as an adult. Mm-hmm. Plus, I had known a lot. But when I reached there, I realized I still had to be school. <laughs> so... <laughs> you laugh. So, <laughs> it's a very serious band. It's a band that we, we, we really don't play. You know, if you come yeah. to the band and your song is not good, the guys is not going to hesitate and mama guy you. Okay. <laughs> if you come to the band and you're straining to make a note, the guys is going to tell you, listen, man. The drummer especially is something and tell you, listen, man, go and do some voice training, Jed. You know, that kind of vibe now. <laughs> so, so not only me that Roy K. Oscar's mentor or treat you know, or teach, we have Ola, yeah. we have Tadudu, we have Destra Garcia, uh, we have Trini Jacob, we have, we have uh, Nigel and Marvin, we have Derek Steve, Kurt Allen. We have a host of individuals that pass through and get schooling. You understand? Right. And, you know, I, I, I take my schooling differently. Some people you know, take the school in and went out to do, to, you know, to, to work and still yeah, really using the, 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 you know, maximizing what they learn. But, you know, what is what we call the University of Music in Canada, Music Institution, that really. It's, it's, it's nice. all about teaching, schooling, enhancing, developing. Anyhow, anybody, if you come from Jamaica and you come to do a song on the time, certain things they will stop and they will tell you. you so know, you have to have thick skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have thick skin <laughs> when you come to the band. But over the years, everybody knows that. So everybody mm. tries to do their music. So when they come, because you know, I just learn, I just learn a lot of support. If I on stage and I have an hour and a half on stage, I can't sing for an hour and a half and mm. be pretty open. Ola on the side. That will give everybody a five minutes there. Yeah. yeah. So people always come prepared. You know, they come to here to get some sort of constructive criticism about their songs from the All-Stars. Always. It's right. always like, I meet it like that. Though. So, is there a chance we'll ever we'll ever see a collective album by all the top artists that, that was with Roy Stars? With, um, Roy came, you know, I mean, or came through? You know, we spoke about that just a couple of days ago in a meeting. But really? what we want to do now, now that Mr. Roy Kip has resigned mm-hmm. and he has shifted focus to the ghetto, in the ghetto, oh. the poverty stricken area where he's trying to combat crime with music. So he's buying a lot of trombones, trumpet, drums, flute, sax, you know, and, and keeping classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beat them, dungeon, move up, all the little areas that the gun prevailing in. So that is his mission. As, as you see again, although he resigned, he's still in it. you know, he's still in it turning his hand to help young people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we are the band is no longer now the Roy K Oysters. The band is now the Oysters because the Papi took his name. Papi took his name to Roy Cape Foundation for learning, right? So we can't use Roy Cape Oysters. So we use just the, the Oysters. Right. Okay. So this year, last year was the season of Brad. This year, the team is then and now. So mm-hmm. what, we, what we're doing this year is bringing all the old artists that have performed with us over the years from the Roy Cape Oysters to the Oysters to do a one song now. Okay, and nice, nice. The, We'll have Destra do one with us one night. We'll have Ola do one with us one night. Trini do one with us one night. You know, that, that idea come up about the recording, but that will take almost a year to do that. Okay. The, the among the artists, that's a kind of we are the world thing. Yeah, I was about to the say. <laughs> I was about to say. And scheduling and all that. 
I think it's definitely heading in that direction when you see because I look at something like EDM and I and I look at Soka and I'm like Soka could be it has the same energy levels at EDM but it's a little it's, yeah. it, it goes a little deeper so I think for me like I'm looking at this and I'm like yeah this this is something that can this this can go the distance this genre could definitely go to the, the distance of music for sure um, and as far as yourself is concerned I believe that yes yeah you know I don't think you have to worry you've definitely contributed. Uh, to the history of soca, one thousand percent. Definitely, <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. Yes. I haven't heard that in a long while, but what I've heard on soca, he sees Orlando and Ola. I was lying with the young ones and Orlando say, Uncle Blacks, if you dead now, boy, what happened to him? He said he's the only top artist, real. Just tell me as it is. When we when we mess up. I went and mess up. It doesn't matter who you is. If you're from Barbados, Grenada, Chile, not in Soka, when you mess up, you have to deal with Uncle Black. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you understand? And I know most of the things you like about me. The real. Ola even had a part right in Ola. I'm just saying that Ola say, yeah, but the man so real. The man tell me how to clean my teeth when I reach back to I'm afraid to smile. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> you know? 
you know, that comment you just made it was a total self contribution. Then things will make me feel good. That is yeah. my satisfaction in soca. And things like yeah. the Poland told me on the boat and the Poland told me on the boat, you know. Oh, God bless you. So glad you're so real with me then. And you find your pants drop down on your on, on your boxer showing too much. I come in and tell you, you're an artist. You have to maintain a standard of dressing. Mm-hmm. Pull up your pants, pretty. Pull up your pants, tighten your belt. Me are going through that. You understand? So mm-hmm. I have I have I have two sons. 21 and 22 and they teach me how to deal with young people so I am really really versed in dealing with young people <laughs> nice Nice. Which is expected. Nah, we, we, like I said, once again, we definitely appreciate that for, uh, for sure. And you know what, Blacks, listen, thank you so much. I Words can't describe how honored we, I am right now and how honored we are right now to have you on, on the stoop. I agree. This was this was this was definitely this was definitely uh, one to remember one thousand percent. Like I, I'm I'm so appreciative <laughs> of all the knowledge you dropped today, man. This this was much more than I expected, and I expected oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't know. <laughs> all right. But if you don't know, now you know. That's, now now you I know. know. Now I know. And you can I, never know too much, right? Exactly. Really, man. So what I do, guys? What I want you guys do for me? Just drop me your email address. Yeah. So release song, I won't No problem. And, and, and you know what? I was going to just leave you with this. Just, I want to ask you, what can we expect from you as we look out towards 2018? I know you have a couple of songs that you've just released. And um, just let the people know about it. We released two out of these seven. Last year, I tried to do an album, but, you know, um, I didn't have my people around to really juggle the, the contracts and go through the contracts and make sure that they are tight and stuff. So... Because the um, album was supposed to be done with Foxy, so we put it on hold. This year I did seven, last year I did 12. And I featured three, three young artists, Chingy, Jamun, and then Aston Isaac on the album. So this year we will more or less put on like a 16 song album. Okay. In this year, you know, so we have, we have Pass Out, the bad song written, written by um, James E.P. We have all your coming, well, a little real like that, um, um, by Millbeat. You have a lot of songs still. Why do like, I record a, a certain amount of songs every year and put aside either two or three out of those for the next year so I could start mm-hmm. early when it's time to release our material to release? I record throughout the year. I do reggae. I, I am considered one of the few soca singers, real singers. I could sing reggae, ballad. Latin, funk, reggae, everything I just do. So I record, I just record reggae, you know, and you know, I love music. So now that we, now that we link and we have one another number and one another's email address, I'll, I'll keep that link open, Jim. Yeah, definitely. Please do that. I, I must say I'm blessed and pleased for this interview. I really, really appreciate it, guys. And I hope, I, you know, I made a contribution that is good. Definitely did. Yeah, with, with, without without question, without question. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. Thank favorite, you so much. You're one of my favorite artists, and I, I will, of course, continue to play your music on my mix show, at events. You don't have to worry about that at all. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Well, no, no problem. I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in to the season two finale of The Stoop and mini podcast series. And honestly, I'm feeling very humbled and blessed to have wrapped it up with the legend Blacks. Special shout out goes out to him for coming on the stoop and sharing his unfiltered thoughts. As a fan of soca music, what more can you ask for? I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as we did in making it. Um, Make sure you follow this man on all his social media outlets under the name DS Blacks. That's D-S-B-L-A-X-X. It's the same on Instagram, Twitter, and his Facebook page. Make sure you support his music and look out for his new song, Hulk, which is building momentum right now, literally as we speak. And once again, uh, rest in peace to Black's mother and condolences to him and the rest of his family and loved ones. DJ Chris Nice, for the second year in a row, I'd like to thank you for helping me to co-pilot the season finale of the series uh, the pleasure is all mine. The pleasure is all mine. I'm very, very glad to be back on the show once again. Glad you had me back on. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And um, you know what? I'm going to step back for just a moment and let you plug your stuff and let the people know where they can catch you or listen to you. I can be heard each and every Friday on the Grooves and Rhythms Mix Show. That's the Grooves and Rhythms Mix Show. You can check me at MyLimeRadio.com, also on iTunes, Google Play. But check me each and every Friday on the Grooves and Rhythms Mix Show. That's from 2 to 4 p.m. I can You can reach out to me on all the social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at DJ Chris Nice. All the same, DJ Chris Nice, or at ChrisNice.com. Thanks once again, Chris. And next week, I'll be reposting all of season two on the Foundation website where you can listen to all episodes of The Stoop. Hashtag podcast and chill. To check out the full season and to go through the entire podcast catalog, make sure you go to SouthShoreAve.com. Once again, that's SouthShoreAve.com. And subscribe to the website for future episodes. And once again... All shows that I do are available wherever you listen to podcasts. Under the name South Shore Ave, you can listen to the podcast and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher Media platforms. The Ave podcast is up and running, recapping it with the NBA season preview on the Eastern and Western conferences that was posted last week. For those that missed out, um, go ahead and check that out, especially if you're a fan of NBA basketball. And as always... I am grateful for you, the listener, for tuning in to my podcast as always. Much appreciated. For Blacks and DJ Chris Nice, my name is Cal C. And you've just tuned in to The Stoop on South Sharav Radio. And as we leave you for now, DJ Chris Nice, I'm going to need you to ride us out of here with some music from Blacks. Just a touch. Just, just give them a little touch. Just a touch. Until the next podcast, folks. Peace.
Chris Knight. Yes. Mm-hmm. 